Welcome back to another exciting episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Jen, and with me is the brilliant Tom. How are you doing today, Tom? I'm doing great, Jen. Ready to dive into another fascinating topic. Absolutely. Today, we have an intriguing subject to discuss, conformal PID control for time series prediction. Now, I know that might sound complex at first. But worry not because we're going to break it down and make it easy to understand. That's right. Jen, we'll be exploring a research paper titled Conformal PID Control for Time Series Prediction by Anastasias N. Angelopoulos, Emmanuel J. Candace, and Ryan J. Tibshirani. This paper addresses the challenge of uncertainty quantification in time series prediction in introduces algorithms with formal guarantees. It combines concepts from conformal prediction theory and control theory to develop algorithms that can model conformal scores in an online setting. And why is this research important? Well, accurate time series prediction is crucial in various domains like finance, weather forecasting, and more by providing well-calibrated predictions with confidence intervals. Decision-makers can make informed choices based on their risk tolerance. Absolutely. Now let's dive into the details of this research. The proposed algorithm consists of three components, quantile tracking, p-control, error integration, i-control, and scorecasting, d-control. In simpler terms, P-control adjusts the quantiles based on how far off they are from the actual values. I-control stabilizes the coverage of the prediction intervals over time by incorporating running sums of coverage errors. And D-control uses a separate model called a scorecaster to predict future scores based on past forecasts. Exactly. The combination of these components forms the conformal PID controller which provides stable coverage, adapts to changes in the score sequence, and produces accurate prediction intervals. That's fascinating, Jen. Now, let's talk about the experiments conducted to evaluate the performance of this algorithm. The researchers conducted experiments on various datasets, including COVID-19 death counts in the U.S., electricity demand forecasting, market returns prediction, and temperature prediction. They compared their algorithm with existing ensemble forecasters used in official CDC communications for COVID-19 death counts. And what were the results? The results showed significant improvements in coverage rates compared to existing ensemble forecasters. Their algorithm provided more accurate and well-calibrated prediction intervals across different datasets. That's impressive. It seems like this research has real potential in improving time series predictions and providing reliable uncertainty quantification. Absolutely. It's a great example of how advanced algorithms can be applied to solve complex problems and by combining concepts from conformal prediction theory and control theory. They've developed a powerful approach for time series prediction. Well said, 
Gen. Conformal pit control for time series prediction is definitely an exciting area of research that has practical applications across various domains. We hope you found this episode informative and engaging. Thanks for tuning in today. Until next time, stay curious and keep learning. Take care everyone. Upbeat jingle plays. Ladies and gentlemen, have we got a treat for you. Our podcast is proudly sponsored by Starlit Express Inc. Your one-stop shop for magical train rides and celestial adventures. That's right. Tom, if you're tired of boring vacations on Earth, why not hop aboard the Starlit Express? It's like your everyday train ride. Except with unicorns serving cocktails. Unicorns serving cocktails? Now that's my kind of drink service. But wait, there's more. Picture this, as the train chugs along through enchanted forests and mystical landscapes. You'll be entertained by a live band performing up in the clouds. Who needs streaming music when you can rock out to some intergalactic tunes? Jolly jingle plays. And speaking of intergalactic, hey space enthusiasts out there. Don't worry about missing those breathtaking cosmic events. With Starlit Express Inc., we guarantee prime viewing spots for meteor showers, shooting stars, and even close encounters with friendly aliens. Oh boy. Imagine making first contact while sipping on unicorn martinis. Talk about an out-of-this-world experience. Whimsical sound effect. Remember folks if celestial excitement isn't your thing. Wink. Then take advantage of our incredible magical train ride extension package. Ride over rainbows to meet leprechauns or marvel at gravity-defying stunts performed by daredevil. Acrobats. I swear Tommy boy. Nobody does magical train rides like Starlit Express Inc. They've even got a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you aren't spellbound by their enchanting. Trains within 24 hours. Abrupt drum roll. Both hosts in unison. You'll receive a free pet dragon. Jingle fades. A free pet dragon? Question mark. Are you kidding me? I need to book my Starlit Express adventure right now. Don't forget listeners. Use promo code Potterhead for an extra special discount on your celestial journey. All aboard the mystical train ride of a lifetime. Podcast outro. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss that involves the complex world of electrical motors. That's right. Tom, we're going to dive into the world of fault diagnosis of electrical motors. And specifically... We'll be discussing a groundbreaking paper titled Foundational Models for Fault Diagnosis of Electrical Motors by Sriram Anbalagan, Deepesh Agarwal, Valasubramaniam Natarajan, and Babji Srinivasan. This paper addresses a common assumption in fault diagnosis studies that training and testing data are drawn from the same distribution. However, This assumption can limit the practical implementation of these studies in real-world scenarios. 
where data distributions can vary across different operating conditions. Absolutely, Tom. And this limitation can become even more challenging when you consider the difficulty of obtaining a large number of labeled samples for different machines and fault cases. That's why this paper proposes a new framework for developing foundational models for fault diagnosis of electrical motors. The framework involves building a neural network-based backbone model that learns high-level features using self-supervised learning. Then, the backbone model is fine-tuned to achieve specific objectives. What's impressive about this approach is that it requires less training data compared to traditional supervised learning methodologies. That's right, Tom. And in their empirical evaluation, the authors demonstrate the effectiveness of their proposed approach by achieving more than 90% classification accuracy across different types of fault scenarios in different machines. This shows promising potential for real-world applications in cross-machine fault diagnosis tasks. It's truly remarkable how this paper tackles such a complex topic in an intuitive way. By developing foundational models for fault diagnosis of electrical motors, they open up new possibilities for efficient and accurate fault detection in a wide range of industrial applications. Absolutely. Tom, and this paper not only provides valuable insights into fault diagnosis of electrical motors but also showcases the power of neural network-based models and their adaptability to different operating conditions. It's a fascinating study that bridges the gap between theory and practical implementation. Well said, Jen. This paper definitely brings us closer to more reliable and efficient fault diagnosis techniques for electrical motors. So, if you're interested in learning more about the foundational models for fault diagnosis of electrical motors, stay tuned for our in-depth discussion on this groundbreaking paper. That's right, Tom. We'll be diving into the details of the proposed framework. Discussing the target tasks and exploring the expressivity, scalability, and generalizability of these foundational models. So make sure to join us for this exciting episode. That's all for now, folks. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. We'll catch you in the next episode where we break down this incredible paper on fault diagnosis of electrical motors. Stay curious and keep exploring. Bye, everyone. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast listeners. We have a super exciting sponsor today. Get ready for laser harp delights. That's right, Tom. Are you tired of regular harps? Bored with old fashioned instruments? Well, say goodbye to strings and hello to lasers. Laser harp delights is here to blow your mind. Picture this an ethereal beam of light forming a beautiful harp in thin air. Our friends at Laser Harp Delights have combined technology and magic to create the most out of this world musical experience ever. And don't worry, folks, these aren't just any lasers. These are super safe lasers that won't turn you into a sci-fi movie villain. Absolutely. Tom, safety first. 
So whether you're a seasoned musician or just someone who wants to impress their neighbors with some fancy laser twinkling, Laser Harp Delights has got you covered. Their laser harps come in all sizes, from pocket-sized for the aspiring street performer to giant stadium size for those who want their jams heard by Mars. Literally. Tom. Grinning. And guess what? Each purchase comes with a free pair of intergalactic sunglasses so your eyes can party like it's 3021. Jen. Laughing. Oh Tom. I think our listeners are going to love these laser harp delights as much as we do. Tom. Excited. Oh definitely Jen. So folks. Go check out laserharpdelights.com now. Where music meets futuristic lighting fun. Both hosts together. Laser Harp Delights. Because smashing on real strings is so last century. Cheerful jingle fades out. Good day, listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our award-winning podcast, I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by the brilliant Jen. How are you doing today? Jen? Hi Tom. I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm really excited about the topic we have for today's episode. We'll be diving deep into the world of adaptable symbolic algorithms. That's right, Jen. And in particular, we'll be exploring a fascinating paper titled Discovering Adaptable Symbolic Algorithms from Scratch. This research introduces a method called Autorobotics Zero. Ours which aims to discover zero-shot adaptable policies for autonomous robots. Absolutely. Tom, the authors propose an innovative approach that goes beyond traditional neural network adaptation policies. With ARZ, they can build control algorithms that have the full expressive power of a linear register machine. And what's really impressive is that these evolved modular policies can tune their model parameters and alter their inference algorithm on the fly to adapt to sudden environmental changes. This level of adaptability is crucial for autonomous robots deployed in the real world. Couldn't agree more. Tom, in this paper, the researchers demonstrate the effectiveness of ARZ using a realistic simulated quadruped robot. They evolve safe control policies that ensure the robot doesn't fall when individual limbs suddenly break. A challenging task where popular neural network baselines fail. Absolutely mind-blowing stuff, Jen. But it doesn't stop there. They also tackle another challenging non-stationary control task called Cataclysmic Cartpole and conduct a detailed analysis of their method's performance. That's right. Tom, and what makes this research even more exciting is how they represent these adaptable policies as programs instead of neural networks. These programs use basic mathematical operations as building blocks and can be evolved from scratch. Talk about cutting-edge research. Jen, and the best part is that the resulting evolved programs are simpler and more interpretable than state-of-the-art solutions from the literature. This makes them more practical and easier to understand for robotics engineers. Absolutely. Tom, throughout the podcast episode, 
We'll delve into the details of their algorithm representation, the evolutionary search process they employed, and how they evaluated the fitness of the evolved control algorithms. So make sure to grab a pen and paper. Listeners, we'll be breaking down complex concepts in an intuitive way to help you understand this. Groundbreaking research on discovering adaptable symbolic algorithms from scratch. That's right. Tom, get ready for an informative and entertaining discussion on adaptive robotics. Stay tuned for the rest of this exciting podcast episode. Background music fades. Podcast intro music plays. Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to our award-winning podcast with hosts Tom and Jen. In today's episode, we're diving into a fascinating paper titled Discovering Adaptable Symbolic Algorithms from Scratch. This research introduces a method called Autorobotics Zero, ARS, which aims to discover zero-shot adaptable policies for autonomous robots in real-world scenarios. That's right. Tom. ARZ goes beyond traditional neural network adaptation policies by utilizing a linear register. Machine as its control algorithm foundation. This allows robots to have more expressive power when adapting to environmental changes. Exactly. Jen. And in this paper, the researchers demonstrate the effectiveness of ARS on a realistic simulated quadruped robot. They evolve modular policies that can tune their model parameters and alter their inference. Algorithm on the fly, all aiming to prevent falls when individual limbs suddenly break. It's incredible how these adaptable policies outperform popular neural network baselines in such challenging conditions. But it doesn't stop there. Tom. The researchers also tackle a non-stationary control task called cataclysmic cartpole and provide a detailed analysis of their method's performance. Absolutely. Jen. And what sets this research apart is the representation of these adaptable policies as programs. Instead of neural networks, by using basic mathematical operations as building blocks, they can evolve control algorithms from scratch. That's right, Tom. And the best part is that these evolved programs are not only more robust to environmental changes, but also simpler and more interpretable than existing solutions. This makes them practical for real-world applications. Well said, Jen. Throughout this episode, we'll be breaking down the algorithm representation, evolutionary search process, and fitness evaluation methods used in this research. We'll make sure you walk away with a clear understanding of how adaptable symbolic algorithms can revolutionize the field of robotics. So stay tuned, listeners. Get ready for an enlightening and entertaining discussion on discovering adaptable symbolic algorithms from scratch. Podcast transition music plays. Background fade out. Hey there listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our award-winning podcast with hosts Tom and Jen. We have an incredibly interesting topic to discuss today, discovering adaptable symbolic algorithms from scratch. Now I know that might sound a bit intimidating at first but don't worry because in this episode we 
We'll be explaining everything step by step in an intuitive way so you can easily wrap your head around it. Absolutely. Tom, we'll be diving into the details of a fascinating paper that introduces Auto Robotics Zero. ARZ, a method that aims to discover zero-shot adaptable policies for autonomous robots. So let's get started. That's right. First off, let's talk about what adaptive symbolic algorithms are all about. These algorithms have the unique ability to adapt their behavior based on the environment they are operating in. It's like having a robotic system that can learn on the fly and make decisions in real time. Exactly. Tom, and what makes ARZ different from traditional neural network adaptation policies is its use of a linear register machine as the foundation for its control algorithm. This allows for more flexibility and adaptability. Absolutely. And using ARZ. Researchers were able to evolve control policies for autonomous robots that could tune their model parameters and alter their inference algorithms on the fly to adapt to sudden environmental changes. That's right, Tom. They tested this by applying ARZ to a realistic simulated quadruped robot. The research showed that using evolved modular policies instead of popular neural network baselines allowed the robot to handle situations where individual limbs broke without falling over. That's incredible, Jen. But it doesn't stop there. The researchers also explored a non-stationary control task called cataclysmic cartpole and evaluated how well ours performed in this scenario. Yes, Tom. They found that the adaptable symbolic algorithms provided by ARZ outperformed other methods when Faced with sudden changes in the task environment, this demonstrated their superior adaptability and robustness. And what's really fascinating about this research is how these adaptable policies are represented as programs rather than neural networks. These programs use basic mathematical operations as building blocks and can be evolved from scratch. Absolutely. Tom. These evolved programs are not only more robust but also simpler and more interpretable than existing solutions. This makes them practical for real-world applications where understanding how an algorithm works is critical. So listeners, get ready for an informative podcast episode where we'll dive into the details of ours from its algorithm representation to the evolutionary search process used to discover these adaptable symbolic algorithms from scratch. It's going to be an exciting journey, Tom. So buckle up and prepare to learn how adaptable symbolic algorithms can revolutionize the field of robotics. Stay tuned for the rest of this fantastic episode on discovering adaptable symbolic algorithms from scratch. You don't want to miss it. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy this informative discussion on adaptive robotics. Tom and Jen, welcome back. Listeners, you're listening to our award-winning podcast with hosts Tom and Jen. Background music playing. Hey, podcast listeners. 
Today's episode of Tom and Jen's Mind-Bending Adventures is brought to you by Satellite Cap Company. That's right. Tom, are you tired of ordinary headwear that limits your brain power? Well, say goodbye to the mundane and hello to satellite caps. These caps are like tiny satellites for your head. They not only protect you from harmful sun rays but also beam intergalactic knowledge directly into your brain. It's true. Folks, with a satellite cap on your noggin, you can instantly become an expert in obscure trivia about alien civilizations or decipher ancient extraterrestrial languages. And if that wasn't enough, each cap comes with a universal translator. Imagine going anywhere in the universe and being able to understand everyone without confusion. But wait, there's more. Each cap is equipped with a mini disco ball on top. So even if aliens abduct you during a cosmic dance-off, they won't be able to resist grooving along with those flashy lights. Plus, these caps are lightweight and stylish too. You'll turn heads at every social gathering when wearing one of these space-age fashion statements. They say fashion is about self-expression. Well why not express yourself through interstellar style? Tom. Whispers. Pissed Jen. Jen. Whispers back. What? Tom. Whispering. Did we mention that all our caps come in neon green? Just the most out of this world color ever invented. Jen tries hard not to laugh. Jen. Through laughter. Oh boy. Well listeners if that hasn't convinced you yet. They both burst into laughter. Announcer voiceover. Get your satellite cap now at satellitecapco.com, because why limit yourself? Outro music. Hey there. Welcome back to another episode of Award-Winning Perspectives. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And in today's episode, we have a fascinating topic to discuss that is sure to stimulate your mind. We'll be exploring the concept of virtual prompt injection for instruction-tuned large language models. That's right. Jen. It may sound like a mouthful. But we're here to break it down for you in an intuitive way. So let's dive right in. Okay. Imagine this scenario. You have a large language model that has been trained on tons of data and is capable of generating human-like responses. Now, what if I told you that someone could manipulate the behavior of this model without directly injecting any instructions into its input? That's where virtual prompt injection comes into play. Exactly. Virtual prompt injection, or VPI for short, allows an attacker to steer the behavior of a large language model by using virtual prompts. These prompts can be designed to elicit specific responses from the model without explicitly modifying the input. It sounds like a powerful tool for manipulation and control. But how does it actually work? Well, let's break it down step by step. In this paper, titled Virtual Prompt Injection for Instruction-Tuned Large Language Models, The researchers propose a method for performing VPI by poisoning the instruction tuning data of a model. Ah, so they intentionally inject biased or misleading data into the training set? Exactly. 
by injecting just a small percentage of poisoned data into the training set. They can significantly change the model's responses to specific instructions or prompts. Wow! That means an attacker could potentially manipulate what the model outputs based on virtual prompts they provide. Exactly. And that raises serious concerns about biases and misinformation that could be propagated by these models. The researchers also explore possible defenses against VPI attacks, such as data filtering to remove poisoned data from the training set. It's fascinating how this paper not only identifies the threat of VPI but also proposes potential ways to defend against it. It really highlights the importance of ensuring the integrity of instruction tuning data. Absolutely. And it's important for practitioners and researchers in the field to be aware of these vulnerabilities and take steps to mitigate them. This paper sheds light on a new avenue for attack and defense in the world of large language models. Definitely. Tom. And that wraps up our discussion on virtual prompt injection for instruction-tuned large language models. We hope you found it informative and thought-provoking. As always, thanks for listening and joining us on this exploration of innovative research in technology. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll delve into another exciting topic. Until then, keep questioning, keep learning, and keep exploring. Outro music. Upbeat music playing in the background. Welcome back to our award-winning podcast. Folks, we have an incredibly exciting sponsor for today's episode, Astro Buccaneer Boutique. That's right. Tom, are you tired of looking like a regular old earthling? Well, look no further than Astro Buccaneer Boutique your one-stop shop for all things intergalactic fashion. I'm telling ya, Jen, their clothing is out of this world. Literally. Winks at the camera, asterisk. Oh, absolutely. Tom, picture this. You're strutting down the streets of your neighborhood wearing multicolored sparkly tights and a cape made from meteor fragments. People won't know whether to be amazed or call for an exorcist. And let's not forget about their signature accessory line, Alien Antennas. Who needs a regular hat when you can have two giant green antennas sticking out from your head? Right? Say goodbye to bad hair days forever. But wait. There's more. How about trying their breakthrough product, Space Boots with Anti-Gravity Technology? Yes siree. With those boots on your feet. Gravity won't dare mess with you. You'll be bouncing off walls like Spider-Man at zero-g. Tom. Whispering. Just make sure not to bounce straight into Jupiter or something. Jen. Whispering. Yeah. That might ruin your day real quick. Music fades away. Voiceover announcer. Excitedly. So don't delay any longer. Head on over to Astro Buccaneer Boutique and become the most stylish. Space Cadet in the Galaxy Today. Tom and Jen. In unison. Astronomical style awaits. Music picks back up. Jingle Singer Number 1. Musical Note Astro Buccaneer Boutique. 
Where fashion meets the outer space musical note jingle singer number two. Musical note from flying saucer jewelry to galactic. Makeup musical note jingle singers number one and number two. Together. Musical note get ready for an interstellar makeover. Musical note. And remember, folks, use promo code POD10 for a 10% discount. Blast into style with Astro Buccaneer Boutique. And may the space fashion force be with you. Music fades out. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have an incredibly interesting paper to discuss titled Comparison of Point Cloud and Image-Based. Models for Calorimeter Fast Simulation. This paper explores the use of different generative models for accurately simulating high-dimensional calorimeter datasets. Yes, that's right. Jen, the authors of this paper, Fernando Tarals Acosta, Vanikias Makuni, Benjamin Nachman, Miguel Arisha, Bishnu Karki, Ryan Milton, Piyush Karande and Aaron Anjarami are experts in physics and data science from renowned institutions such as Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory and University of California. In this work, the authors compare two state-of-the-art generative models, one based on point cloud representation and the other based on image representation, to simulate calorimeter showers. They aim to determine which representation is more natural and efficient for modeling complex calorimeter simulations. That's fascinating. Deep learning models have been used in the past for fast simulations in particle physics. Experiments like the Atlas collaboration. But this study takes it a step further by comparing different data representations to see which one performs better. Absolutely. They argue that while image-based models are commonly used for calorimeter simulations because they provide a fixed grid representation of the data, point cloud representations might be more natural for high granularity calorimeters with sparse datasets. And they have some valid points there. Point clouds preserve all the information from the original simulation and can handle sparse datasets more naturally. Plus, they can be implemented with more compact models and data files. Exactly. To conduct their study, the authors trained two state-of-the-art score-based generative models on the same set of calorimeter simulations, one using point cloud representation and the other using image representation. They then directly compared the performance of these models. This paper is highly technical. But don't worry. We'll break it down in an intuitive way to make it accessible for everyone. We'll discuss the deep learning models used, the detector and data descriptions, and dive into the results they obtained. And we'll also touch upon the challenges faced by point cloud models in contrast to image-based approaches and the advantages and disadvantages of each representation for calorimeter simulations. It's going to be an exciting episode. So stay tuned as we delve deeper into this fascinating paper on comparing point cloud and 
Image-based models for calorimeter fast simulation. That's right, Tom. So grab your favorite beverage. Sit back. Relax. And let's learn about the world of particle physics simulations. Music. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that brief introduction to today's topic. A comparison of point cloud and image-based models for calorimeter fast simulation. This paper presents some interesting findings that shed light on which representation is more suitable for accurately simulating complex calorimeter datasets. That's right, Tom. We will now dive deeper into this research paper and explore the specific details of their deep learning models, the detector simulation they used, their datasets, and most importantly, the results they obtained. So stick around because there's a lot more to come. Music outro. Background music playing. Welcome back to the Time Traveler's Guide. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, the Temporal Rake Tidy Time Travel Co. Jen, have you ever wondered what it's like trying to tidy up the biggest mess in the universe? Oh, I can't even imagine. But luckily, the Temporal Rake Tidy Time Travel Company has got us covered. That's right. With their patented Temporal Rake technology, they'll clean up your temporal messes and leave no trace behind. But wait, there's more. More? What could possibly be more? How about the ability to time travel while tidying up? So not only are they cleaning your messes throughout time and space, but they're also experiencing some pretty wild adventures along the way. Jen gasps. Wait a minute. Tom, are you telling me that these brave cleaners are swooshing through wormholes and battling dinosaurs? Just so my living room can be spotless? You got it. They'll take care of any sticky situations across history while making sure your socks match after each wash. Jen bursts out laughing. Whoa! Talk about overachievers with a knack for dust busting. Exactly. These fearless tidiers will tackle everything from forgotten mummies in ancient Egypt to spilled milk at Albert Einstein's brunch parties. Jen. Barely containing laughter. That must make for some interesting conversations around the water cooler back at the temporal rake. Headquarters. Tom. Grinning. Oh yes indeed. Discussions on time paradoxes mixed with debates on fabric softener preferences. It's a truly Nietzsche workplace culture. Fade in dramatic voiceover. Voiceover guy. V.O. The Temporal Rake Tidy Time Travel Company. For when you need a vacuum cleaner that transcends the very fabric of time. Fade out dramatic voiceover. So folks, if you're tired of cleaning your messes the old-fashioned way, put on your space-time goggles and give the Temporal Rake Tidy Time Travel Co. a call. No mess is too messy for these adventurous cleaners. Remember, they tidy up your past today so your future can be bright and shiny. Ending jingle plays. Tom and Jen. In unison. Till next time. Happy tidying. Podcast outro music fades out. (laughs) 